0: Hi guys, we are here today and we are going to talk about um, riding when you're pregnant which, by the way, is going to be a non-judgmental conversation because, to us, we don't care if you wanted to stop riding the day you found out or until the day before you had a baby Um, or even the morning off or even the morning off, having the child but um, it's something we want to talk about because it is an emotive subject and I think a lot of equestrians have their own view on it and probably non-equestrians as well. And I think that there's probably a lot of mother-in-laws and partners and friends and all sorts of people that will have a view about you riding your horse when you're pregnant, um, including doctors, et cetera. And so we just want to discuss it. And um, some of the things that we probably want to look into are what the benefits are of continuing to ride. I think we need to highlight those a lot because there are a lot of benefits, especially mental health benefits, Um, how being pregnant affects your confidence, which it hugely did mine, Um, and then difficulties in the later months of pregnancy, i.e. getting on the horse. (laughs) Um, So, and then there's also various other subjects such as handling horses when you're pregnant, chores, competing, feeling judged, um, et cetera, et cetera. And so I'm gonna hand straight over to Katie because I actually
1: have never asked you this, but how when did you ride until? So I rode well, I guess the first thing to say is I actually didn't know I was pregnant. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I actually forgot. didn't I actually didn't know I was pregnant until Twenty six weeks, so it's nearly six and a half months. Do you want to tell them why you didn't know you were pregnant? I just thought I'd eaten too much pasta. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: no, but you were struggling with periods. Before, yeah, I was.
1: I was struggling with um, just basically really horrific PCOS symptoms for the eighteen months leading up um, to that. So I I felt exactly the same, aka rubbish. <laughs> throughout the entire time um that I wasn't pregnant. So then when I got pregnant I just didn't know. So anyway, that was that was the first part of that story. Sometimes it's best not to. Yeah. It's yeah. a good job it was you actually
0: and not me because you drink a lot less than me.
1: And also I would as you said to me when I found out, it's like the Amazon prime of babies. It is, because they, those first
0: um three months when you can't tell anybody are actual Torture, because they're the they're the months you feel worse. So,
1: well, luckily for me, I just felt the same have as those. usual. Didn't have just, just felt the same as usual. So I, yeah, I actually rode until I was eight months, just after eight months pregnant, because I felt like I'd got. I don't know. I'd been doing it the whole time anyway. <laughs> what were you doing with him? Um. So. I think I'd mentioned this in our welcome podcast previously but Leo, my horse is he's an Irish draft cross warm blood. He's just turned five this year and I bought him in October last year. I then fell pregnant in the November. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, a celebratory time. Perhaps. Maybe that's got something to do with Leo. <laughs> it has. We are actually my husband and I actually blame Leo for all that's happened. You should have called Rafe Leo. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. But no, we. I bought Leo to be basically a riding club horse. He. I just wanted to have fun. Had no intention to really compete with him. Um. Not on an affiliated level. Anyway, just wanted to have something that I could have a laugh with. Um, and he's had a laugh with you instead. he has had a laugh with me instead <laughs> so um, why did you why did you stop at eight months um to be honest it was just the discomfort of getting getting on and off that was the main issue actually um i didn't feel very much pain throughout riding at all neither, neither did i actually Uh um, towards the very end I felt a little bit more stretching of my sort of skin and ligaments across my bump, but I didn't really feel pain. Um, But I felt like I was getting... Because it was getting more difficult to get on and off and I had to ask my husband to winch me (laughs) on and off, it probably wasn't safe for me to be doing it for much longer because I just... I couldn't get myself in and out of a situation quick enough, basically. Yeah, I get that. Um... So yeah, that's that's why I stopped. Um
0: shall I tell you when I started and stopped? Yeah, go on. And then we can move on. Yeah. So I rode until I was seven months and then I stopped completely. Um but I carried on doing all the yard chores and actually at the time we had a couple of thoroughbreds that we were looking after um like on racehorses on holiday, which was quite a scary thing to do, taking them down the field. Um but early on when I was first pregnant, I, unlike Katie, <laughs> I actually knew I was pregnant. <laughs> um, I actually went eventing when I was really, like, really early, like maybe 10 weeks. And it was an utter disaster because... I, I... actually
1: turned up for that one, didn't I? No. Did you? Yeah, did you see me crying through a paddy? Yeah, I think I did. Did you? Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, no. How embarrassing. Um, I was so... I was feeling so backwards about going forwards on him that I just didn't ride him into any jumps and then ended up he ended up stopping at like fence number 10 or something and I got angry with him and then I walked back crying <laughs> um, and I thought I don't want to finish on this because I knew that I wouldn't be able to compete him as I got later on and I didn't want to finish my kind of eventing year on a, that, that low and so then I took him out a couple of weeks later on my own and we had a lovely time and I didn't have any pressure, didn't have anybody looking at me, my partner wasn't even there and it was just me and my horse and it was, we had a really really nice time and then I just carried on hacking him out for the next however many months, how many months are you pregnant?
1: Nine nine,
0: nine. <laughs> so the next like six months I carried on hacking him out and then I stopped for the same reasons as you, I couldn't get on and off when I was I think I was about seven months but did you get that um when I was riding I used to get I know you said you didn't get any pain but I used to get this thing called um I don't think this is the medical term for it but it's called lightning fanny it's lightning crotch babe no it's lightning fanny crotch crotch yeah (laughs) (laughs) well I get lightning fanny you might get lightning crotch (laughs)
1: I yeah I actually got that uh, I think from thirty seven weeks so really late on really late really late on mm. um, but yeah it wasn't very comfortable
0: <laughs> no it wasn't but I also lost my balance yeah and um, just felt a bit more wobbly
1: did you feel because I think uh, I think I told you this I part of the reason I knew I was pregnant. This was or looked to think that I might be pregnant. Was I couldn't actually hold my breath after. Yes, a I remember re- you telling me that. Um, yeah. And you lost,
0: you kept losing, you
1: were very yeah, out breathless, yeah, weren't you? Yeah. yeah. And um, obviously, when there's feet in your lungs, it makes it harder to breathe. Um, yeah. But did you feel breathless at all when yeah. you were riding?
0: Not riding. I actually found riding much more therapeutic and um it was almost it's almost and it still is it's almost like your um meditation isn't it Mm. when i was riding i was okay but don't forget i was still um i was only walking and trotting because i found cantering too hard because i couldn't hold onto the horse Mm. and the strength it wasn't breathlessness but strength wise my legs went i couldn't
1: yeah i i found that as well that um the breathlessness being one thing <laughs> me and my horse not very fit together Well, Just walking down the field
0: down i used to i at one at one point i've got a
1: photo of me laying on the ground cuz i was too tired and it's only like 10 steps
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but i i found not only the breathlessness a uh, a problem but my as your bump gets bigger and bigger, and your ligaments are stretching, you then get to a point where your legs are going in completely opposite directions to the way yeah. that you think that they're going. <laughs> so <laughs> you do lose your balance, don't you? Even
0: walking. Yeah. Yeah. I don't um, know.
1: So yeah, I I totally I totally remember that. And so I I don't think I ever actually asked you this whilst you were pregnant, but what did how did Oscar's temperament and who he is as a person, as a horse, how did that affect you physically and mentally whilst you're riding while pregnant? Um, so, who, so for anyone that doesn't know Oscar, who is he? He is an absolute
0: legend of the highest proportion. He is an ex-racehorse that was in training with a lady called Zoe Davison, who was also a legend. Um, And she sadly passed away around four years ago now of cancer. Um, And I took him on just before she passed away. Um, And it was really, really important to her that he went to a lovely home. Um, And she tried to convince me to take him. And in the end, I couldn't really say no. I'd been riding him for a long time in training and then afterwards, and he kind of like adopted me. <laughs> like, he took me under his wing. My mum had just died. I was going through a really horrible breakup, and we are now soulmates. Um, but. I'll feel a bit teary. <laughs> but, but in talking about him, I thought he, because he's a very clever horse, I thought he'd be really receptive to me being pregnant. I thought he'd look after me. I thought he'd love Olive when she arrived. None of that happened. He's very selfish. If anything, his nose has been put entirely out of joint, and he got very depressed. And yeah, he is only just sort of coming around to the idea that I have another baby.
1: Ah, so when you were pregnant, did do you feel like Oscar knew, you know, before you kind of. Well, you did?
0: Um, or... I don't know about that. We, we, are you talking about the event where we stopped at the jump because both of us were literally like, we may as well have just walked around the course backwards <laughs> and we would have got a better, we would have done better. Um, he, I think that was both of us. I, My hormones at that stage were so bad that Alex is lucky to be alive.
1: Oh Yeah, he, and I can confirm for anyone listening... Uh, Sophie's partner Alex does actually still live he's he's, he's breathing he's still breathing he's oh. alive and kicking actually um i don't did you get
0: the hormones at the beginning i don't know love oh yeah she doesn't know <laughs> <laughs> my hormones were all over the shop and that is not conducive of a nice peaceful partnership between you and your horse and i think Oscar kind of went i can't do this with her cuz she's mental Mm. and I was I, I don't think he knew I was pregnant oh well, he maybe
1: he, he did maybe he did whereas you know I' would just got my new horse I, yeah, you I, didn't I, know I, him I didn't know him at all yeah and I was just going into it thinking this is a four year old you know just sort of f- fumbling my way around with him but looking, without being pregnant
0: that's without quite
1: being pregnant. scary anyway um but I felt like even when I when I found out, I suddenly had this sort of moment of reflection where I was like, "He's actually really looked after me, oh, and he he knew yes. much 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 earlier than I did." I think
0: everyone knew earlier
1: than you did, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but he he definitely knew earlier than I did because there were moments where he could have reacted to something and he didn't, or oh. when we were in the stable and he'd like sort of be nuzzling me and I'd be thinking, "What are you doing, you?" you weirdo,
0: (laughs) and me thinking he knew he
1: knew much further along that I did, but that's one of the reasons that I continued to ride him for as long as I did, because I thought, for a four-year-old, he's been so sensible (laughs) to this point. Talking of nuzzling your belly, you've actually just
0: triggered a memory, because I thought the same about Oscar, and somebody said to me, at one point during being pregnant, and somebody said to me, oh, he's so gentle around you, and blah, 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 and literally the next day he came up to me and headbutted me directly in the belly. <laughs> and so I was like, Hmm, I take it all back about you, Oscar. <laughs> you he, little bastard
1: <laughs> So in all fairness he is actually quite selfish. Okay. He is um, he is selfish. Leo's not though. Whereas a legend. Whereas actually I think if most people most people on the yard at the moment that look after Leo would say that he's an asshole, and he's a bit of a he, he's, he's a brute. Yeah, he's a bit of a brute. Isn't he's, he's he? A, yeah. he's a big, he's massive. He's everyone, a big, he's huge, chunky, chunky boy. He's a big, chunky chestnut, and very he, handsome though. He is probably three times the width of Oscar. Just, <laughs> 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 but Oscar is a very petite little man. He's a very petite little thoroughbred. Yeah, this this thing is made of well tree trunks. <laughs> he's
0: gorgeous. That is that is actually a good
1: point that
0: he potentially did know
1: before you. Yeah. So everyone would have said he was... Bit he had a
0: very long time to work it out.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so we've kind of talked about, you know, like each of our horses and how we felt like they reacted, I guess, to our pregnancies. How
0: did, how did people react to you riding? Like as in people like your family, your partner, your friends,
1: your doctor... <laughs> um so family and friends didn't dare say anything ever um i'm quite strong-willed <laughs> um so i think family and friends knew that it didn't matter what they said you're gonna do it. i was anyway. gonna do it anyway and again because i've been doing it for so long i knew the horse well enough yeah um you, you did sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Um, I knew the horse well enough and I knew my own limitations, I think, as well. That's the other thing, like yeah. knowing when is sensible and when isn't and how I was feeling in my body. Um, did you feel judged by your doctor? Did people put you off riding? Uh, Interestingly, the midwife I had was a rider and also... Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of handy. She was a rider, so... Because everything had been such a shock, and also um, during this time of finding out I was pregnant, my husband's mum died. So we were going it's a through a real huge emotional turmoil. We were going on top through of having to prepare for a baby. We were going through such up and downs as a as a couple that actually the midwife just looked at me and said, "You need to do this still. Yeah, you ne- you need to be having some level of normality with your life. Yeah." Um so she was very supportive in fact even my consultant surgeon said if this is keeping you sane and happy do it just you know don't take lots of risks i think you said earlier you were doing a lot of walk and trot people said to me don't you know just stick to walk and i put the digital two fingers up to that and carried on doing what i was doing but not at great pace yeah. Because Leo doesn't do anything at great pace. No, and no, also, no. like <laughs> you
0: said, you know your limitations. And so I tried to. Um, at the time, I actually had two X ray sources, and one of them's out on loan now. And the Pete, who I was riding as well at the time, he is, could be quite headstrong, and he can be. And so, having a cancer on him, if you're behind somebody, he would pull you. And I could really feel that in my. M- lack of muscles around my belly where i've usually had quite a good core i did not have a core anymore it was gone and it still is rip my core um (laughs) so (laughs) i could really feel that but i think for me i did actually feel quite judged by people um and we between my partner and i my partner rides um and we between us, we look after a few other people's horses and ride them for other people. And um, it was actually them that said, oh, "I don't want you riding my horse anymore because you're pregnant. And what if something happens? And they would feel responsible." Mm. But that was my choice. But I could kind of see it from their point of view as well. That yeah,
1: and um, yeah, I think that's a really interesting point you raise. Actually, um, you know, if if this is your profession, if your yeah. profession or you're being paid to ride someone else's horse, like. Do you think you'd have, you know, carried on? Or I'm, I, I'm not sure I would.
0: I what well, as in riding? If it was
1: your prof- if it was your if it was your profession? Yeah, I mean, obviously, people don't have necessarily a choice. Perhaps, yeah, I think a lot of people but... don't have a choice. Um, but that, I think that's I don't it. know. Write in and let us know. Yeah, I'd I'd re- be really interested to hear what other people's situation is with that because. Obviously, I just have one personal horse that I've... And I've, I'm not good enough for anybody else to pay me to ride their horse. Um, but I think if I were in that position, I wouldn't also want to give them the guilt of if something yeah. was wrong, maybe?
0: Yeah, I think that people take it upon themselves to look after you when you're pregnant. And actually, something that... It wasn't so much the riding thing that annoyed me, what annoyed me is people like wanting to carry stuff for me and like you know I'd be carrying a handbag and a or a bag of Sainsbury's shopping into the house or something and Alex would be like "I'll get that I'll get that leave it put it down" I'm like "Oh my goodness I am pregnant I haven't suddenly lost use of my legs" Do you know what I mean that Which, was I found that annoying
1: I think people do hone in on the um the physical lifting stuff and one one thing that actually makes me laugh about this is uh, because I'm an idiot, we were are getting our house renovated. <laughs> and have been the whole time that I've been pregnant and still now. Um, and we had our kitchen being done. Literally, it got finished on the Friday, gave birth on the Monday, but that's a story for another day. Um, But the kitchen itself got delivered and was left on the driveway because the the guy wouldn't bring it in. So at 37 weeks pregnant, I'm lifting all of the units... <laughs> In, Taking them into the kitchen. Into the, into the house. That's quite and, silly. <laughs> which is, well, you would think you would think that, and maybe I should have been more, I guess, uh, I mean, I was at home on my own. I had no choice. It was going to rain. <laughs> True. But a postman came along and said, you shouldn't be doing that. You're pregnant. And I said, but Dave, I've been lifting hay bales this morning. And I, <laughs> <laughs> Do you and, know what, though? There's no way that a pregnant
0: woman on this planet has ever not taken advantage of that at some point. Like, my worst chore to do on a yard is taking the wheelbarrow around, and I didn't do it for nearly nine months. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I can't do that. He was like, you'll lift a bag of denji out of the car and put it in your <laughs> in your <laughs> in your, <laughs> in your um, feed bucket, but you won't take the wheelbarrow around to the muck heap.
1: Okay. I'll do it. I, I think as well, you know, I'm just a bit too stubborn. For my own Yeah, grade. well, I'm, yeah. I just... But it's not...
0: I'm not stubborn at all. I just like to get things done. Yeah. So, like, and... I just have to get it done and then it's off my table and I don't have to ask people to do it.
1: And actually, just... This kind of leads on to one of the questions that we kind of raised for each other when we were thinking about this podcast was, care-wise, like, around the yard, how did life changed for you once you knew you're pregnant so i did
0: everything exactly the same until one day i was putting a hay net up in a livery stable and the I, I was putting it for some reason she i mean this is definitely a conversation for another day do you type to a bit of string or to, <laughs> what are you supposed to do there anyway she ties it to a bit of string so i was tying it to this bit of string lent back on the hay net um, to pull it up and it snapped, and I fell backwards into the stable, and the horse spooked and probably missed me by about two centimeters, and this was an eighteen hand sports horse that could have killed me, and it was this and it really scared me actually, and so I was a lot more careful after that, um and actually probably a lot more uh reluctant not to do stuff but reluctant to put myself in harm's way, knowing that I was carrying a baby.
1: Mm. Um,
0: but I think, I don't know if what how you feel, but with your first, you don't really know what to expect until you have them, do you? And so you're careful, but equally, I think with the second, I, I would potentially, with the second, I would probably be more careful, because you know what's
1: coming. Mm. I think, for me... I obviously am very fortunate in the position that I have my horse away from home in the moment, and I had had the whole time that I was pregnant. so you had um, the help. So I had the help, but that being said, there's definitely things that I did differently with him when I found out I was pregnant, because again, he's a big, big boy, (laughs) and He's not always the most coordinated. <laughs> um, so, and he's young. And he's young. He's young. So, so
0: you can forgive him for not being coordinated and not knowing where yeah. his feet are and spooking. And,
1: and you know, Reese. You know, just before I found out I was pregnant, he actually had kicked someone on the way out to the field. Naughty, naughty, Leo. I, I don't think actually it was malicious. I think it was a fear based thing but he anyway he struck out and he hurt someone that's a protective mom if ever i've heard one. <laughs> he's a special <laughs> boy um he's, he didn't do anything wrong he didn't mean it um well <laughs> he is a brute but he's not a complete asshole, in my opinion um but anyway i i didn't lead him out from that moment yeah that's because yeah. i thought that's just tempting fate a little bit um yeah yeah other than that the only thing that i didn't really do was i just found picking out feet so exhausting oh i never picked out their feet i just
0: let them all get thrush no you
1: didn't (laughs) no i did i I,
0: that was something another thing actually as well as taking the wheelbarrows around that i sort of refused to do because i couldn't i couldn't actually physically get down there and also when i walked by the time I had got down there to pick their feet out, I was then worried that I wouldn't be able to get up quickly enough if they spook or jump or do something. So, so yeah, somebody else had to do that. Um, just want to talk quickly about um the actual. I know that to be honest, I think the NHS recommend that you don't ride at all, do they? Don't they? Slightly unrealistic. Slightly very unrealistic, yeah. really. Um, if you've got a horse, the minute you get pregnant, they can't just be abandoned. So please don't do that. Um, but I did read something in all my hours of Googling that said that when your baby is under 12 weeks, they are very well protected within your pelvic girdle. And before I'd read this, um, I actually thought that the first three months was the unsafe Most critical time. Most critical time. And I think it is because obviously if you have a trauma or a fall, then that can, um, that that could induce a miscarriage but equally the actual baby is better protected within you so they are safer in that first 3 months and then when they when they get bigger and they're outside the pelvic girdle that's when having a fall could risk them mm. um but i actually I, I i didn't i don't think i did um have a miscarriage before olive but i can imagine that if you have a miscarriage or you've lost a baby or you've struggled to get pregnant that then your first baby you would be a lot more worried and, care- about and careful about and careful th- and in that situation it might be that you would decide just to not ride and give your horse nine months off yeah or give them to somebody else to ride
1: I, th- I yeah and I think that's something really worth mentioning as well is we are quite um Get on with it, sort of people. We we are, but also we are. Do you mean horsey people in general? Us, us, us. too, as, oh, okay, as, as personalities. Yeah. But also we are. We didn't know what we didn't know. This was. These were our first. Yeah, children. we didn't we know how you'd react. We hadn't had any uh, traumatic events in the lead up to that if that makes sense you'd obviously have struggled with your fertility yeah you hadn't had a loss of a child or you know an an event that would have changed perhaps how you address things in the first instance and for me i was just so pig-headed that i just went into it as i always did yeah yeah but we can totally see how how you might reconsider like I think seeing your life seeing courses. friends,
0: knowing people that have lost a baby or they've had a miscarriage and seeing the effect that it has on them, I can see how, I can also see the benefits to not riding yeah. because if you are worried about that and you're you're thinking about it the whole time, for me it helped to ride because I find that when you're on a horse it's the only time when you have to think about you can only think about the horse, you can only think about what you're doing in in terms of controlling that horse and you just think about riding and so it sort of took my mind off of every other worry I had. Work, having a baby, finances, relationship, everything was to carry on riding. But if you can't compartmentalise and you are riding and you are thinking about all of these things, it's going to affect the way you ride. You're not going to enjoy it anyway. And you're not going
1: to be present. And They're you're not going to, to be, be present. Which allows, which allows so, room forever, even more.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so we can definitely see the pros and cons. But either way, there is nothing wrong with either. And I think I have I actually heard somebody say once say it was a trainer. I heard him say that he has never seen a horse come back from a break worse off. And so whether the break is nine months or if they have a year off um, or if it's a couple of months at the end of your pregnancy and then you're straight back on, having a break is ne- it's never going to be bad for them.
1: And so that kind of leads us to, I guess, the the after or the aftermath the of af- being pregnant, oh, goodness me. Um, which we will talk about in greater depth in another episode, I think. But what? What um? How do you think riding and caring for your horses actually has helped in the long run? In in a nutshell. Helped with what? So has um. Obviously, you did a fair amount of horse care and riding while yeah. you were pregnant. You stopped really late on in the day, right? Well, it kept me fit. Yeah. It kept you fit. So that kept, was a big thing. Kept you
0: mentally sane. Kept me, well it didn't <laughs> keep me mentally sane, but it, I think it kind of helped in making
1: me not go insane. Um, <laughs> but did it help you with your recovery in the long run or did it hinder it, do you think? That is a
0: really difficult question to answer because I had this thing, which actually if you're a rider, you should look out for it. Um, if you're a rider and you're pregnant, it's worth knowing about. It's called diastasis something or other.
1: Di- diastasis recti. Yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah. And it's when your stomach muscles split and then don't go back after you have a baby. And it's quite common with horse riders, quite common with gymnasts. And I had a gap, I've now got a gap in my belly muscles, which is like three centimetres wide or something. It's quite big. Um and when I was pregnant, I thought I was going to get this because I pulled myself out of a pool and my stomach went into like a little cone shape. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that doesn't look too good. <laughs> um, so, riding has, riding throughout my pregnancy helped with the recovery of the pregnancy. But if I hadn't been a rider in the first place, I probably wouldn't have had that happen. Does that make
1: sense? Interesting. Because I haven't had or know that I have diastasis recti I'm tough <laughs> yeah very tough but also I think just for reference everybody Sophie is tiny Sophie's a tiny tiny We're different shaped p- people Sophie is a tiny tiny person how tall are you five foot three and you're very petite I'm aren't tiny. you I'm very so small. UK dress size six to eight yeah so yeah. teeny teeny tiny whereas I'm five foot seven I've always carried a little bit of extra weight um but broader yeah i'm an than me. broader yeah. and even when i was skinny skinny as an adult i've never been below a size uk size 12 ever and i'm I would say i mean we did
0: we're definitely very different shaped people Whereas, and i think it does make a difference yeah. with how you recover and how you carry and
1: so i didn't obviously didn't know i was pregnant for such a long time but also when when my midwife was sort of like examining me, she was saying, There's the reason why you don't know you're pregnant. Your core is so strong. I didn't show until 28 yeah, weeks. That's true. Oh. <laughs> um, not just because I had got a bit of extra padding, but because my core was just holding him in there <laughs> tight, tight, tight to the point where when I had my C section, the registrar was saying, Gosh, you're really tough to cut through. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, and that's why I didn't show you for so long during my pregnancy. But interestingly, I think the strength and endurance work with caring for your horse and riding your horse really helped with that because yeah, I, I was does, doing so much for such a long time.
0: Yeah, it does help, doesn't it? But mm. it also in my case didn't <laughs> in a lot of ways. <laughs> okay, so
1: we've we've talked a lot about us, but we did wanna also get um, some riding or horse care whilst pregnant comments from, I guess, other mums and other parents. Um, I've, I've got one from a close friend, Millie, yes, who is currently 30 weeks pregnant. So I, um, she's yet to have her baby. She's got a little girl on the way who's due um, in December. And Millie is, again a crazy horse person that has a lot of responsibilities on the go she has her own small holding and farm she has a couple of dairy (laughs) cows she has a couple of cows that uh, they produce for meat she has her own doggy daycare business and she's a lady on the go all the time um but she currently has four horses none of them ridden by her she has um A youngster. Actually she has a youngster three year old turning four. She's got um a yearling. She's got Mare that was mother to the yearling, who's is a sports horse that she had had her work cut out.
0: Yeah. Her
1: first baby. First baby. Yeah. Um and her partner is away all the time because he's a contractor. So he's he's never around. But I asked Millie... Come on, Millie, come and join us. I asked Millie a couple of questions um, that I thought might interest people as she's a non-rider at the moment. So she's not riding. She's She's given up. She's not riding. um, And she hasn't ridden for a while because she has health problems of her own. Okay. So I asked her, how much do you think being pregnant has changed how confident you are around your horses? And Millie said to me, she said, hugely, I really worry about being squished, kicked um, when I'm leading, being trapped in a stable, if I'm carrying buckets, if I'm carrying hay nets or feed, etc. Um, because so many of the horses that I have at home babies. are babies, babies and they don't yeah. know how to react yet. Um, so I thought that was really interesting yeah. for her as a seasoned horse person who's had horses her whole life. Yeah. Um, and who isn't a shy wallflower at all. I also asked her, I said, have you had to change how you care for your horses since being pregnant? And she said, yes, I've changed everything. I can't do them independently, even emptying wheelbarrows or carrying shavings or water buckets, etc. If I'm bending over. Um, but particularly more in the last trimester, um, she has had to employ help for two days a week to do the big stuff. Because Millie also has her horses at home. She, yeah. she doesn't have um extra yard help to do that but
0: that's difficult though as well isn't it because you're employing somebody um at a time when you're worried about finances yeah like you've got all this stuff to worry about like having a baby and not being able to do the horses and then on top of that you've got pay more like and you and,
1: know you're coming into a period where you're not gonna get paid. So it's like And also potentially the trust factor with those horses as well. Yeah. They're your they're your first babies. So yeah. getting the right help also I think oh my, is really yeah. important. I
0: was so lucky with Oscar that I've got some friends and supportive people around me and they helped but
1: yeah, it's if you. It's tough. It is because
0: really it tough. is hard. People don't do what you're asking
1: them to do half the time today. <laughs> <laughs> no, that... we do. We do. We, we do. Really? Yeah. Um. But no, it's it's difficult to get the right help as well. And then the last question I asked Mills was, "Do you feel pressure or guilt from family and friends with you having horses?" Because obviously we've talked about that ourselves. And she said, "No pressure." they know me far better than that. <laughs> Which... but that's, there's
0: a there's a recurring theme here <laughs> that we kind of do what we want. And I, wa- I wonder <laughs> if... We don't
1: take advice.
0: We won't be told what to do.
1: I wonder if that is similar for many horse owners out there. Uh... That we just get judged and don't care. <laughs> and do it anyway. So... Thank you, Millie, for giving us some answers um, on that. It's really interesting to hear from someone that isn't a rider as well.
0: Well, also, somebody that's actually pregnant right this second, so we can only look back.
1: We can't... We can't can't tell you what it's like to be in it because we're past that. Yeah, we've gone past that, and there's quite a lot in between, to be honest. So thank you for that, Millie. Thanks, Millie. So that was our episode on riding... whilst pregnant I was pregnant and we'd really like to hear from some of you about your experiences whilst riding or caring for your horse while pregnant so if there's anything that you'd like to contribute on this or you know things that you feel we haven't said and you want more more questions to us uh, please feel free to get in touch with us via the socials um, we're really interested to hear how this episode has uh, perhaps affected you or not, as the case may be. Um, if you're still pregnant at the moment and you're wondering what to do, or maybe you're early days pregnant, it'd be really interesting to hear where you are on your journey. So please get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Also, if you are a midwife or a doctor um, that rides and has had a kid potentially in the past um, and you have a more medical point of view, than we do we'd love to chat to you and have you on and continue the conversation so get in touch
1: absolutely and obviously please if you are still pregnant and you have horses do not take our advice as gospel <laughs> do not take our advice or our miss you know our perhaps pig-headedness as gospel just because we were fine does not necessarily mean that's going to be the case for everyone and everyone's situation is individual so please please take care a- be careful take advice from your doctors midwives and obviously trainers and people that are on your yard sometimes we do need to be told by other people that what we're doing isn't safe so remember keep yourself and your baby safe and i think that's it That's it. That's it for this episode. Um, We'll look forward to catching you in the next one. Bye. Bye.